Okay, so we're Pidik Shishi, Patsuk Chet. We're in the middle of the Reddit Read the Mabim. We'll just read the Pisukim again. So we just came off of uh, Haman asking Hashverosh, right? With uh, I'm sorry, Hashverosh asking Haman, what should we do to the to the uh, person? Amelach Hafes Bikarov, right? So uh, we're now in the um, in the response, and he says, "Yabiu lebush malchut asher labash bo amelach v'sus asher achav alav amelach v'asher nitan ketem malchut b'rasho." Right. So he's saying, "Bring the the uh, the king's clothes, right? Specifically the clothes that the king wore." Asher labash bo amelach v'sus asher achav alav and the horse that he he rides upon, right? That the melech rides v'asher nitan ketem malchut b'rasho. Right. And the and the 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 crown that he would uh, put on his head. And, and we should put it on the the, uh, the the person. You should have people put it on him. He'll be sure, right? So have people get him dressed, right? He's a hashubi guy. This guy, someone needs to get him dressed. He's not going to dress himself. And they should ride him around in the streets of the city. And they should proclaim as they're taking him around. This is the, what we do to the, the, the person that the king finds favor in his eyes. Okay, so het and tet. Let's go straight to um, straight to the Mabim. He doesn't have any questions on it. He goes straight to the Pirush. So it's the left side. You get it tapurim, het. It's like five lines from the five, six lines from the bottom of the page. Ve'ashed Natan. So now he's going on specifically Asher Natan Keten Malchut Berosho, putting this crown on his head. Ve'Asher Natan Yesh Mefrashim Shayu Notnin Keten Malchut Berosh Asus. There's some people that want to explain that they actually put the crown on the head of the the horse, right? I guess the horse is leading, and you see this crown. You see this horse, you know, with the, with a crown sitting on top. Ve'Yesh Mefrashim. Others explain Asher Achav Alav Melech Be'Et Shinitan Keten Malchut Berosho. Hainu Be'Yom Shinichtad Nemelucha. Which crown are we talking about here? The specific crown that Ahasuerosh was crowned with when he became king, that specific crown, some people say that that's the crown that, that was being referred to here, that that should be what's put on him. Okay? And then look at the Hilbishur Vehil Kibuhu, right? So why is, it, um, why is it in plural form? The Hilbishuhu Vehil Kibuhu, and they should dress him and they should ride him around. Why do I need plural form for these things? Haman's no dummy, right? He wants everybody to know, again, because he thinks Ahasuerosh is thinking about him, right? So this, he thinks he's going to get this kavod. He's thinking about it and he's saying, I want this to be the most public proclamation possible. So how's that going to happen? There should be many people that are getting him ready and we should and the seniors should see this right the kibirim kadesh this way everybody's going to be talking about it if you just have one person talking about it okay they're isolated in a room but now if you have a whole staff of people that are coming it becomes a whole hoopla it becomes a big deal Alken Amad Bilshon Rabim. That's why it says in Lashon Rabim. Rabim Nichbadim. It should be done with a lot of people and people that are respectful, right? You ever walk into um, a, a bride's home when they're getting ready, right? You have the makeup, you have the hair, you have the camera guy, you have the photographer, you have a whole hoopla happening, right? Because there's a certain respect to the kala at that day. Same thing Haman here, Lavdil. He's saying, I want it to be a big hoopla that everybody knows that this is what's happening. Okay. Um, Pasuk Yud. So here we go. Now the Melech is going to respond. Vayomer HaMelech LeHaman. Great. So Haman gave his whole thing of what should happen. Melech tells Haman, Maher, go fast. Go get the clothing. Go get the horse that you're talking about. And this is what you should do 
Mordechai Yehudi. Right? Specifically, Mordechai Yehudi. That's sitting in the, in the gates of the king. So, tapel literally, yeah, don't neglect them. Tapel usually means like something like when you say tapel, it's like bland. So he's saying, don't neglect Pasuk Yud, Perek Shishi. Don't leave out one single detail, right? Don't take out anything from what you just said. Follow your exact instructions. That's a Hashverosh response to Haman. So look at Yud. Um, he has just a quick question. Shelot Malbim. Yeah. Yeah, so he tells him, go do some Mordechai, but don't leave out any details, right? The whole time Haman thinks this is his storyline. He's psyched. Now <laughs> he comes back and says, oh, you know Mordechai HaYehudi? Make sure you go and you do everything that you said here. So look at the, the Malbim on the left side, the She'ela. Um, Haman Amad right? We just read that Haman used plural forms because he wanted to be a big, big hoopla and everybody would know about it. But commanded Turn the page a minute. And then we're going to turn back. Right? So then, so Hashverosh changed it. Haman's order of the day to Hashverosh was, "Hey, go out, get a big hoopla, get a lot of people, make it happen." Hashverosh's response is, I love it. Don't leave out a thing, but you're going to go and do it. He totally took it out of the Rabim and made it back into the Yachid. So Haman is the only one that's going to go and do this. Look at the uh, Yud. It's uh, four lines from the bottom. Maher Kach. Now the Melech we know, right, from seeing the Pesukim and the, the, the Mephashim yesterday, that this, this uh, uh, Gedulah that Haman has, it's not justified, right? It's, it really is not supposed to be. Really, the, the proper uh, respect should be going to Mordechai. And now Ahasuerus seeing until this point the ga'ava, right? The pride, the, the, the haughtiness of Haman that he wants to hishtamesh b'shabit shel hamelech, right? He wants to use the shabit hamelech. He, now he's listening to Haman's words. He's saying, this guy doesn't want to only just have this respect for himself. He wants the actual king's scepter and he wants to take over the whole malchut. It's not just about this one moment. The person that's asking Shabit Sahav, he's not going to stop there. He's going to actually be Mered La Melech. He's going to rebel against the king and cause an uprising. This is just the first step for him to get there. And Hashverosh said in, in, in his anger, but he's very calm, Go and do it fast. He, this has been coming to him for so long. I want you to do this, Haman, by yourself. Why? Just like you took this kavod that really wasn't yours in trickery, I want you to run before this guy like a servant, and I want you to go and serve him, right? So he's really, really humbling him. He's saying, you think you're going to be here. I know your plan of really being, it's crazy. I know your plan of really taking over the whole kingdom. Let me bring you down a little bit, where you're going to be more Eved now, and you're going to be the one that's going to carry him around. Right? Don't leave out a thing. Yeah, don't rec- don't don't leave out one thing. Because everything you said, Haman, right? He's throwing it back at him. Is is justice? Everything you're saying is is the right, proper thing in justice. That's why he commanded him. Don't do everything. I'm sorry. Do everything without any help. Get him dressed. And make sure you, you take him. That's why the pasuk says. Right? When he responds to himself, 
right? Everything that you said, I'm sorry, but the pasuk before, Al davar, the end of pasuk yud, mikol asher dibarta. Everything that you said, don't leave out a thing. Shagam hahil Even getting him dressed, I want you to do. Right? So Achashverosh takes Haman's advice, throws it back to him, brings it to Yilashon Yachid, and tells him, you're going to do everything because he sees the gava of Haman. Fantastic, right? We see the, we see the, the, the flip already happening. So now pasuk yud alif, vayikah Haman etalabush. So you got it. He takes the clothing, takes the horse, and he dresses Mordechai. Right? I, I, as I was reading this initially, you got to wonder, like, how is Haman even doing this? Like, yeah. So, so we'll get there in a little bit when he, when he goes. So we'll get right after this, we're going to get there where he goes back home. But just in general, the fact that when Haman goes and does this without even, like, questioning, you see really the power of the king. You see the power of the king, right? It's up until this point, you think Ahasuerus doesn't know what's happening, he's on the side, now all of a sudden he has the light bulb go off, he sees the Gava, he sees someone trying to take over his kingdom, now you see the power of the king basically saying, don't play games here, Haman, you're going to go and do this. And they, they ride him through the town. He proclaims in front of him. Look at the word lefanav. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Very nice. Then, Mabim um, uh, doesn't have anything on this. Keep going. You'd bet. So now the, the event is over. Mordechai returns. He goes back to the Sha'ar HaMelech, to, the, to the, the gates of the king. And Haman runs. El to his, to his house, Avel, mourning, the Hafui Rosh, and covering his head, right? Embarrassed, basically. He's running back, and he's running back to his house. Um, so look at the the, uh, the Mabim. He just does a, a perush, no she'ela, the, the right column. Yud bet, vayashu, mesaped, ech Mordechai shav legudlato. It's telling you how Mordechai went back now, and now he's the gadol, right? Remember we were talking about a few days ago, yakad v'gedulato, right? And when Ahasuerosh talked to Haman, he just focused on the word yakad, right? Because the gedulah of Haman wasn't necessarily that was warranted. Ahasuerosh knew that because he took Mordechai's um, respect for this, right? This was Mordechai's thing. So now Mordechai comes back to the gedulato. Beautiful. So now you see the Maaseh of Hashem, how wondrous they are. Why? What's happening? The thoughts of men are silly, right? The thoughts of men are silly, and they're, they're Havel, it doesn't matter. And the, the reasons that God creates the, these things to happen will stand forever. Meaning, up until this point, you thought Haman was really taking over this whole storyline. And now we see things, the tide is starting to shift a little bit. And the thoughts of men, i.e. the thoughts of Haman, are silly. Now, he, he's, the Malbim, I think, is foreshadowing because the next pasuk tells you how diluted Haman's, um, or distorted Haman's mind was. So next pasuk, Yud Gimel. Haman goes home. He tells his wife, Lechol Ohabav, and to everyone he loves, his whole family, Et Kol Ashar Karahu, everything that just happened to him. Right? So again, you would think they respond and say, Oh wow, I can't believe it, I'm sorry. What do they tell him? His hachamim, i.e. his advisors, and his wife say, Let me tell you something, Haman. If... 
this guy that just happened, this thing that just happened to you is from Zerah HaYehudim. He's from the, the, the seed of the Yehudim, right? That's his lineage. Mordechai, Asher that you started to fall in front of him, you can't beat him. You're, it's impossible. You will surely fall in front of him, i.e. you will fall before him, right? Meaning, the, 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 again, the tide is turned. You think that now you're going to overcome this person, but if you're from Zerah Yehudim, I got news for you. You're in trouble. He's going to beat you. Well, why if, the extra word Zerah Yehudim? Zerah Yehudim, why the extra word? Why, why Nicole, not just Nicole, focus Nicole, on Mordechai? Fantastic, right. Beautiful. So the Mabim is going to deal with that. What's that? Mordechai Yehudim, right. And now that she's connecting it back. Zerah Yehudim, Mordechai. And the Mabim is going to address why that extra word. And also, okay, if you're starting to fall, you can't beat him. You're going to fall. I, I got it. I'm on the floor already. Like, how many falls are you going to give me, right? That's what the wife does. Yeah. You heard him? That's what the wife does. She really nails you when you're down. <laughs> exactly. You were talking before, I'm sure you're going to pull this, but the word yeah. The word T-Pol, yeah. Now say. Right, right, right. Don't, don't leave out anything. And here, al tapel and T-Pol again. Exactly, yeah. So Malbim's going to bring this now. It's beautiful. Okay, so look at, um, look at the She'elot on the left side, top line, Yud Gimel. Um, okay. First of all, why is he going and telling this to his family? He's, he's, this is not something you want to publicize and something you want to raise up. You're not proud of this. And we already saw that he ran back to his house, you know, so what's he doing? Right? It says, look at um, the, the Pasuk says, Everything that happened to him. Right? As if it was a hap chance that happened to him and it's not explained how this all went down. He knows exactly how this went down. He was plotting a certain way and Hashirosh basically flipped it on him. And what's this Lashon that he's saying? Right? The dual Lashon. And he brought his, his advisors. Right? He, he should be shaking and scared now, but now he's bringing all these people to tell him what's going on here. He fell, he fell again. A lot of action here. So the Mabim is going to go into a nice um, uh, uh, explanation of this. Um, okay, so look at four, five lines down, you'd give him a Right? Pirush Morena Rabbeinu, right? Is Rabbi. Shehaman Hashash, he had a suspicion. Shebene Beto Bishamamitanase. He had a suspicion as that, that his household already whole, um, heard what was happening. Yeharaduvi Fechadu Pembi Keshaman, Mina Melech, that looted Mordechai. And he was, he was nervous now, he was scared. He still has got to ask, right? Remember, Haman was going to ask Hashverosh to kill Mordechai, to hang Mordechai. Right? And now there's a, a very good possibility that Hashverosh knows that what he was asking for is going to be Sheket. And with, on the heels of that, this is how this pasu comes out. So now watch what he does here. And with that, knowing that, there's no refu'ah for his, for his uh, plate. There's no healing for his plate. Meaning, it starts to move in a good direction. Haman's telling himself it was just an item that happened. I didn't actually ask Ahashverosh for, for, to kill Mordechai yet, and maybe there's hope. Um, 
Haman's thinking to himself, Sunny, we're Pasuka, Yud Gimel, in the Mabim itself. Um, he's thinking to himself, actually, I may have a chance now. What happened? This whole Kavod thing that he gave Mordechai, it happened already. It's over. Maybe this is, this is just a one, one-off thing. He gave him his Kavod. There's a possibility now that I could still go back to Hashverosh and tell him, Listen, this guy Mordechai, this is who I want to hang, and and he'll be okay with that, right? Because Mordechai already got his sachad. I already brought him around town. He got what he needed already. Right? What is he saying? That's why you have the Hachamav and the Yosaf coming in, right? Not just Zedish he's told. Let me tell you something, he tells them. Don't think for a second you're going to be able now to go and now be successful on asking for Mordechai's life. Why? Because you're not going to succeed. And that's why you need the Hachamav and Yasav. And if you think all of this of, the, of, of Haman's things was just a, 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 a chance that happened where you're just going to have this one-off of Mordechai getting this kavod, you should know, these advisors came and gave him this in Right. So if you do chance, listen to me, don't go and now do this. And by the way, if by chance you think that you're going to win this individual battle on Mordechai, you think it's just a one-to-one one type of thing, and Mordechai got his kavod. Mizera ha-Yehudim, shehem ha-am shalehem tehofev hashkatat Hashem pratit. These guys have not only is he individual, he has an overlap. Tehofev, he has something on top of him, the same hofev kifui rosh, right? He has a thing that's on top of him. What is it? Mizera Yehudim, and he had the hashkachat pratit of Hashem. As yada kilo yadavar b'mikre, it's not going to be this chance. Rak b'hashkachat Elohei kedoshim. This is not a chance thing that happened. This is the hashkachat of Hashem moving things in a certain direction. But it doesn't make sense. The temple just got burned down. It doesn't make sense that they have power with God. In they, my humble opinion. Beautiful. That's so that's the message. You know, that's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly the answer. What was happening up until this point? They're so to speak, right? If you're looking at it like a, a, um, a steel cage match, right? They're in the wrestling match, and you're seeing Hulk Hogan's getting killed, right? What happens? You, the guy starts shaking his head, and now what starts to happen? tide starts to turn a little oh, bit, right? So the Hachamim see this. You Wait a second. You went to the king's palace to ask to hang Mordechai and, and instead of hanging happened. him, yeah, yeah, yeah. you rode him around town and you think you're going to still go back and ask to hang him? Whoa, 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 whoa. Take a step back here. That's why you need Hachamav, right? Because now... This is the reputation of the this old is the reputation. before the temple. This is the ahead. reputation. You better be careful here. And if you think it's an individual battle you're battling here, no, 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 no. Maybe you could have won that one, Haman, but let me tell you something. You have Zerah Yehudim Hashkachat Pratit's already already kicking it, right? Vahed, um, Zeraidim lo abikra Hashkachat Elohei Kedushim. Vahed Hashir Hachilot l'Pol lefanav Shemurki Hashem Ratzebam v'Sham Eno Alehem letovah lo tochal lo od. What's l'Pol lefanav? Hashem now is with them, and He already has their eyes on them, so to speak, for good, right? Ayin Tov on the on them. Lo tochal lo od. You're not going to even be able to beat them in any which way. There's no battle, there's no war, there's no mini fight you're going to win on this. That's why it says, What is There's two things that we're learning from this. Number one, He tells him, 
you're the tipping point, Haman. Not only aren't you going to win this battle, but you, by yourself, right? Remember, Hashurash told him, I want you to go. I want you to take him. I want you to dress him. You, by yourself, are the person that's now starting to, so to speak, wake up the lion, right? Lahavdil. Kadosh Baruch Hu's ready now. And you're the one that woke up in Sha'ara Melech and gave this etzah. And now it's coming back at you. You're the tipping point, number one. Number two. Why? Why? It's a future tense. He's going to fall before you, right? You're going to fall before him. I'm sorry. Haman's going to fall before him. He's telling him here, not only are you the tipping point, but he didn't fall yet. Which means you're going to fall lefanav, meaning before him, not necessarily in front of him, but you're going to be the one that falls first in this case, and that's why you have the dual lashon. That's why we, he says milat lefanav. Before he falls, because of his prayer and because of the fast and because of everything happening now. You will never be, be able to beat him, only you're going to fall first. If you go in before him, the only way you're going to get him is if he stops from prayer and stops from, from fasting and stops from repenting. Maybe then you had a chance of beating him in war, so to speak. But now you're still fighting with him and his, his hands are still involved in prayer. It's as if Moshe raised his hands, right? What does it sound like? And now, Gavad Israel, what does it sound like? Amalek, right? Moshe having his hands up and defeating Amalek, right? So it's the upper hand, right? Take it literally or take it figuratively, but at the end of the day, what it's showing is Mordechai now has the upper hand in terms of what's about to happen. In, in the Megillah, the God is never mentioned. Correct. Esther. That's literally, Esther means hidden. The names in Megillah, by the way, in general, are never the real names. They're always tip-offs to something that's happening, right? Esther means hidden, right? Why am I thinking? Mordechai. This is the perfect opportunity to mention God right here. 100%. Malvim doesn't address his name. Well, he's telling, no, Malvim's telling you, there's something moving in direction here, and God's, it means the, the divine providence, right? Things are moving, things are moving in a certain direction. Now, Not in the cloud. Now, you can very much argue, because if you've been following the Malvim, he said it very much, and that's actually what we learned together last time, right? There's going to be salvation that comes from somewhere else. When he said that in the Megillah, Mordechai tells us that salvation will come someone else if you don't step up right what what happened there Esther did step up she's she's claiming her moment in time and she's moving things in that direction so we believe that Israel is going to move in a certain direction it's going to get from point A to point Z the question is how is it going to get there are you going to have a role in that are you going to be able to build something within that or are you going to be an innocent bystander watching it happen but it's going to happen the question is who's going to move it there so right now we're seeing that um, um, Mordechai with the interaction with Haman things are starting to move in that direction to Esther now has her moment. She's going to go, you know, step into her moment. And things are starting to move in direction. And we see the players of the places, right? But it's not going to just happen without human effort. So the question is, who are the players in the game that are going to make that happen? And that's Megillah Tested to show you, yes, the world is moving in a certain direction, but it doesn't mean A automatically equals B, right? Or one plus one equals two. It could be one plus one equals seven because, again, all these things have to start to happen in order to move. Make sense? Okay. So, um... Okay, so we're at a great spot now, right? Haman's in his house. Yudalid. Um, he told his wife, and he told him everything happened. You're going to fall before him. Don't even try to beat this guy. Odam. <laughs> this is great. Odam mit daberim imo. 
As he's still talking to them, now the, the, the king's um, servants come, right? And they say, they rush him. Hello, you have the Mishteh happening now. So what do they do? They rush him out in the middle of the conversation with everybody. They rush him out and say, Haman, you got to come. You have Esther's Mishteh happening now. Good? So look at Yudalid. Um, Good, so now look at look at um, the Malbim just asked a quick question. You dial it the second to last line on the left side. Why do you have to tell me that the Sarisei HaMelech came in the middle Be'odam Medavirim? Right, just tell me that they came. Why do you have to specifically say in the middle? So that's his question. Look at you dial it. Odam. This also was Hashkacha that they came at that specific moment. They heard the conversation between Haman and, and his family. That Haman was actually saying, I still want to hang Mordechai. I still want to go through with my plan. And they said, don't try to fight with this guy. And this is how Hadbona, who was one of the Sarisei Amelech, that he actually made the et. How did Hadbona know, see later on, how did he know that he made this et with Lot? You see now, Sarisei Amelech came at that moment. They overheard the conversation. They heard Mordechai saying it. Exactly, right? So again, you have, you have a, a, another, another advocate, so to speak, of the, of the Yehudim being built here. Okay, Zayin. Yeah. What was yeah. uh, Esther's agenda? By the way, the number one thing I had for every rabbi, I said the first time I taught, he said, I can say, I don't know if it's the rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, do you got? Um, what was Esther's plan for the first Mishteh and the second Mishteh? Did she chicken out in the first Mishteh? It's a, it's a good question. What do you you what, don't have to know. No, what do you think? I don't know. What do you think? You, you had the first Mishteh already. What happened in the first Mishteh? <laughs> Right, what happened first Mishteh? I'm saying, did anything happen? No. What, right, it was just... Right. So it, it could be that she was plotting, almost like a, a sales meeting, right? The first meeting, you don't ask for the, the major ask, or I should say, like a donor meeting, okay. right? You warm up, this is what we're doing, this is what's going on this night, you warm it up, you, she gets a she feel... might have thought about doing it. might have thought, maybe she's getting, getting a feel for the room. It could be that, right? And the second Mishteh, now she knows that time is no longer on her side, even though we know she has eight, nine months, but again, Le'et Hazot, Motechai Islam, you have to do right now. And the second meeting starts to happen, and... I mean, these things took place. So it could be that that was her plan all along. Let me get a feel for it. It could be she got nervous and she, she like you said, she chickened out. But there was a plan to have this twice. So there was some type of premeditated. Oh, she said I mean. Yeah, so there was some type of premeditation of, we don't know what was going to happen in each one, but there was. I don't know. We can look at the Mabi, maybe he has something on it or someone else. It's a good question. Okay, so now he comes to Melech Shtoti Mesteramaka. Look at. Look at the Pasuk um, Zayin. Uh, uh, we'll keep going. Bet. Right? It says on, on the second day of the Mishteh Hayayin. Right? What are you asking for, Esther? I will give it to you. And what, what is your need? I, can, I will give you up until half the Mahut and uh, I'll do whatever you want. So look at uh, the Shailot of Mabim. It's the last line on Shailot. Perek Zayin Pasuk Bet. Madua Karapo Esther Hamalka. Mabruk. Why do we call Esther Hamalka? Why, why are we referring to all of a sudden as Esther Hamalka here? Right? It was Esther the whole time. Now it's Esther Hamalka. So look at the, the, the Mabim. It actually starts um, on the next page. 
שאתך אסתר המכה, אתה עכשיו הוסיף לה באהבתו שגם תשאל בשאלה דבר גדול הראוי לה, מסעד שהיא מלכה ייתן לה, ועל זה הוסיף אסתר המכה. So what happens now, all of a sudden, Ahasuerosh, now his love for her, right? He realizes his love for her. And now he's saying, whatever you want, even Davara Gadol, something big, it's worthy to you, right? Not only because of my love, because you're the queen. And it's worthy to you because you're the queen. So whatever you're going to ask, I'm going to give you. That's why we add the extra word Malkai. We haven't had that in, in a long time. It's just Estera, Estera, Estera. Isn't it overkill, like a little bit like satire that he talks like this time? Listen, you have him, he's a king. And he's not, um, he's not with her all the time, right? We know that because she said, I'm not going to be called into the king's palace for 30 days when originally she was scared to go into Chatzera Penemit, right? So it and could he be- has prostitutes, forgive me. I'm sure, but maybe he has a longing for the, for the, for the Ahava versus, the, uh, versus just the Zanut, right? Maybe there's a, there's a certain emotional- He wants to conquer. No, but there's no, I'm saying when you, when you with a, a, zenua, a, zona, a prostitute, let's say versus someone you love, there's a diff, very different emotional attachment you have on, in every area. So maybe at this point, there's that ahava that he's been longing. There's that emotional aspect to it. He's human at the end of the day. So even though he may be filling his physical desires, maybe there's an emotional tie that now he's feeling towards her. And Mabim is calling that out and saying, not only do I have that ahava to, do I have that love, but she's also, the, she is the queen. I mean, what do you want, queen? You are the queen at this point, right? Um, Okay, I think we're gonna we're gonna just read we'll read Pasuk Gimel and then I think we'll stop here because I have to go pray. Vatan Esther Hamalka and Esther responds, Vatomar Imasati Chem Benecha, if I find favor in your eyes, Hamelech. Vimala Melech Tov, right? Give me back my life of what I'm asking about. and my nation of what I'm asking. Right? So let's just read um, the Malvim says, Right? Why are we com- why are we connecting the Sheela of her own self, and her request on the nation, right? Isn't it one and the same? If you're saving me, you're saving my nation. Why the separation between the two? Um, and I think we'll stop here only because this is a, I mean, it's a, it's a nice choose, piece, but it's a long piece. You could choose to keep her alive and kill her nation. Or just ask me and my nation. Like, it's the same thing. It's my nation. Why is, this, why is the highlight on my nafshi and Ami? And we'll see them up tomorrow on that. Amen, amen, amen.